0: Miles Michaelis. What have they done lately? I haven't. I they won two out of three
1: from Atlanta. They won two out of three from Cincinnati. Okay. That's what they've done. So. Now they they took a, a an ass kicking yesterday. The they're still <laughs> seven what? To one.
2: Are they sixteen back still?
1: Yeah, something like that. It's but the they've, they've clinched not losing hundred games. They've lost 80 with 19 to play. Mm-hmm. Shout
2: out to Mosaic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he built this team. Give him his flowers. Oh, you like that, give him his give flowers? Him his
1: flower. What sort of flowers?
2: Isn't that what you say, like when you're giving someone respect? Give them their flowers?
1: I guess. I, I've never said that.
2: Yeah, well, we've already established you've lost your sports Sunday touch. Yeah, yeah I, I don't like it
1: that. when figure skaters skate a routine and people throw flowers at them. To me, that's a stupid. Or give them teddy bears. Come on.
2: What about when people, come <laughs> yeah. on, coworkers do it? Lose their hats for a hat trick in the NHL. That's a little like, better. Throw their hat on the ice. Yeah, that's just kind of spunky. Yeah, yeah, I'd never do such a thing, Bills. But the spunky. flowers
1: and the yeah. teddy bears. I come on, that. come on, seriously.
2: Yeah, I don't know. You ever think about getting into figure skating?
1: I did, yeah. I had a nice bellhop costume I was going to wear. <laughs> but I couldn't skate, which was a problem.
2: Yeah, Boy, I can't skate either. bad news. If yeah, you don't
1: pick up skating as a kid, it's hard. Oh, yeah. I, it can be done, I'm sure. Skating backwards is really hard. Yeah. And then you, if you're playing hockey, you're going to be doing plenty of it. Oh, yeah. But, again, if you start when you're a kid, it's second nature. Sure.
0: Yeah. I uh, My son had hockey this weekend. Uh, season starting Doug skates at 7 a.m. both Saturday and Sunday so that's
1: not bad for a kid that young
0: so I think they start at 645 here coming up Uh, Steve Ott's son's out there and uh, and he was out there great I mean he's out there coaching the kids and here he is the Blues assistant and um, so it's cool to see and there are some kids who are either four or five I guess theoretically it could be six as well and I just go oh boy I mean, it is something to behold. A lot of them, of course, the <laughs> yeah. sons of NHLers. And so that's just, I remember talking to Jamal Mayers, who we've known for a while, having played for the Blues, and now he's in media. And I saw him at one of the the things, and I said, when did you get your son on skates? He goes, oh, about two. And I go, two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's just in there. And when you see it, it's a thing of beauty. And I will, uh, I'm not going to you never did it uh, and I doubt that that was a uh, an accident so I'm not going to do it either so I'm not gonna discuss my children's uh, athletic exploits uh, unless I do get to a point where I hold up a dollar to, to incentivize them because yeah. what you say here's, get around on the wall. <laughs> here's your
1: reward
0: but I got to ask you this and I was gonna ask, this is what I, I came back from the break and I said to plow how much time do we have in <laughs> plow said oh, we're going right now I go, okay fine so I'll ask it on the air no and I'm curious because this this isn't about my my children, um, but I'm curious with with whether it be John, Nick, or Greg, what you saw over the years, and then to our audience for that matter. <clears throat> and I know you played against Tatum, mm-hmm. but that that was in high school, so this is a Multiple different times. deal because we're talking right. about five and six year olds. There is a there is a kid on my son's soccer team, so he had hockey at seven, soccer at three, golf at four thirty. So now I'm in that mode, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, which is fine. I it, I love it, and it's uh, it's amusing and. Uh, but with that, with that said, and I and I saw the roster, and I'd seen this kid in indoor soccer, and I go, God, this guy's in another world. And they played yesterday' a game, and as you can imagine, it you know it's five and six year old soccer. But he's—I kept track because I knew how good he was. Mm-hmm. I think the final score was twenty-five to, one, maybe twenty-seven to one, and he scored twenty. 20- <laughs> goals and it wasn't like he's like he's not like you know he's, he just goes about it he loves it my dad's there and you know not like my dad my dad wouldn't be so you know he was playing on world cup teams or anything he played soccer uh in high school and coach soccer but it's not like he's some soccer guy by any means but you know he, he could tell and you could see like how he's shifting i mean again five or six years old mm-hmm. back and forth settling the ball blowing past people it's just I, honestly it's fun to watch yeah and i'm sitting there and so my dad being the way he is he goes but i gotta talk to this guy's dad and see what <laughs> <laughs> timmy this kid I'm, i mean i've seen a lot this is something else and so he goes and he talks to his uh the kid's dad and he goes you know the thing is when we get home after the game he just loves it so much he won't take his cleats off and he'll just go in the backyard and then he'll just keep mm. doing it so my question, and then my question to our audience is, did you see this kind of? I'm sure you've, if you've seen this stuff, mm-hmm. and then I wonder how it matriculates as time goes on, because now you can look back and see if if the, the kids who, I mean, because for example, any if you do cross paths in the St. Louis hockey scene, which I I can't skate, so I am absolutely a bystander. Uh, you know, I go to these skates and I watch my son, and, and then I read Gabe's columns. That's what I do at seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. But you can tell when it's an NHL or son; they've been skating for a long time. They just have ability. And at that age, it's all about who can skate. And so that's not necessarily indicative because everybody eventually, if you play long enough, can skate. But the skills are different. This situation, and I've, whether it be playing or going to my brother's games or my sister's games, and she won a state championship, uh, so she was legitimately good, and she played at St. Louis University. I have personally never seen a gap in where where the rest is in one one player this is and then to find out that he is you know it's not like he's you know he just loves to do it it's not like it's a father you know going earl woods yeah. he just goes out there on his own and he loves to do it so i'm curious what you saw in your time with i saw a sons. little of that Did usually
1: you... if they're that good they move him up and play a year or two ahead yeah. to challenge well, him. So
0: the coach of of the team was like felt badly he's a great guy and he's like, you know, they don't have goalies at this point. I mean, it's oh, super yeah. young. So then he plays him back, but then he's like, now I can play him back. So he kind of is serving as a, a goalie unintentionally because he yeah. wanted to try to, you know, he wasn't going Jimmy Johnson, Jerry Faust on him, you know. Mm-hmm. Very obscure reference for those of you who caught that one. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it, was, uh, it was, let's just, you know, he, he had a hat trick within the first 40 seconds of the game. So it's it's other, it, but it's not just because he can bomb it. It's the way he moves the ball, and I'm going. This is something, this is something else. So, Mike, my, my question to you and the audience is: Did you see this? And then did this wind up like if people saw Matthew Kachuk or Brady Kachuk or Tatum? Well, I first played Tatum in the fourth grade. Oh, it was, was it was it? Yeah, otherworldly. It
2: was. It was he, but it was like it wasn't even that like he was the best player, and it's like who's everyone knew who he was. Part of that's because of his father right. and yep. his and his uh, godfather Larry Hughes, but. The, everyone knew, and it was so evident from the get-go that this kid was not only, like, a superstar, but, like, destined-for-all-time-greatness kind of superstar. And it's it's different, and people acted accordingly, too. Yeah. So it, it's certainly... You, you can tell early, and it's all about how much the, the individual loves the sport. Cause I, it, it's easy to fall out of love with a sport.
1: Oh, yeah. Quickly, too. I, I played against a, a guy in late grade school, middle school, high school... And late grade school and middle school, he was a foot taller than everyone and absolutely dominant in every sport. I mean, 30 points a game in basketball, oh, yeah. no hitters, and a couple home runs in every baseball game. And you thought, that my God, this is the next Babe Ruth. Then didn't gain a, an inch or hardly a pound after about age 14 or 15. By the time we got to high school, he was just another guy. Didn't play anywhere else. But then the flip side you see sometimes, too. There was a kid that went to school with my oldest, Johnny, who was the star and everything, and was a, wound up being a first-round draft pick of the L.A. Galaxy? Oh, Tommy, really? Tommy
0: Meyer was somebody his name. texted in and asked Doug about Tommy Meyer.
1: Yeah, I had him one year in um, in CYC basketball. And he was just fantastic and everything. Just a naturally born, gifted athlete, dominant in every way in every sport he played, and he did make it.
0: Wow! But so was he? So he was dominant, and you could see it. In, oh, it, yeah, you know.
1: yeah. There was no doubt. Yeah, he could have played. He probably should have been a baseball pitcher and made. Hundred million dollars because he was he looked that good as as a kid, but his dad had played pro soccer and he wanted to be a soccer Mm -hmm. player and he was and he made it. Yeah. And now he's a model. You see his picture in some sporting goods stores. You know, ten feet tall, holding soccer. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And then
2: there's the opposite effect. Like not the opposite, but like I went to high school, but in grade school and all with Jack Fox, who's the current punter for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. And. He was a great quarterback, but he—I no one really knew about his like punting ability in high school. It's just kind of what he did because he could do it. Yeah. And then he goes to Rice, has a good career, and now he makes a bunch of money. And is one of the best punters in the NFL, and it's—I don't know if he's like necessarily like in love with punting, but he's in love with football and making a million years. Certainly but, in
1: love with making money. But yeah, like, who
2: wouldn't want to do that for twenty years? Right. Exactly. So it's kind of like you can kind of like fall backwards sometimes into it as well.
1: My youngest son played against uh, Berger, the third baseman. Who's oh, he, he got thirty home He's runs this year with the yeah. Marlins. He played at CBC, and he was always really good. But you didn't look at him and think, well, "Wow, this guy's yeah. gonna be a big time major league star." But yeah, he was always really good. I played against Ken Oberkfell in college. Oh yeah, absolutely. nineteen
0: eighty two, world champion.
1: Yeah, he was at Belleville Area College at, when I was at Merrimack, and we had a lot of good players at Merrimack. Several got drafted. But when we played him, it's like, oh no, I'm not going to make it. He's going to make it. He was that, he was that much better than <laughs> that's everybody what, that's in what, college.
0: That's what Jay said, the late great Jennings Jr. Because uh, I'm like, okay, if you're playing at an SEC school in golf, you gotta be you gotta be live to be professional. You know what I mean? You're yeah. not not necessarily Tiger, of course. But it's got to be on your mind, and I said, "So when did you realize it wasn't going to happen?" Because anybody who got to that level also realized it wasn't going to happen. And he said, "When I showed up to the driving range for our first practice, it was so clear." The guy that Iggy and he did, Brett Quigley, wound up finishing, I think, in the top ten this weekend. Quigs, Quigs, as he's known yeah. <laughs> on this program now, uh, and that was the one that Jay said specifically he could tell. I mean, and if you if you play whatever sport it is, doesn't have to be golf. Golf would certainly be the one where I think I can identify something just because it's what I now spend a lot of time doing if somebody's got a good swing, even if they had a crappy shot. I, I know over time about what they're going to shoot. Um, and Jay could tell right away that that was the case. But I haven't seen, I'm telling you, whether it be me playing or watching high school or watching my siblings playing or us covering high school sports at KMOV or KMU or KTHV in Little Rock, a, dis- a disparity... Of of this magnitude, right. it, it it was something else, and I kind of knew it just because they played indoor soccer together. I guess I don't know when. That and the was. kid is oh, how is old something. now? He's, he's I, it can't be more than six. He's either five or six.
1: So they've probably got an eye on him already. One of these soccer clubs probably already. Yeah. I mean, if this was well, he's be, he's uh-huh. on he's
0: on one of the the clubs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like,
2: if those kind of guys in Europe, like, they immediately get signed to, like, one of the big clubs and go into through yeah. the youth academy, like, when it's so evident. That and
1: that now, the I guess, academy. the place would be with St. Louis City has an academy, right?
2: Yeah, I don't know how young it goes, though. I don't know. It wouldn't
1: be six, but yeah. Yeah. But, that, but by the, 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 the big time clubs high school, do. yeah. The big clubs do. Because
0: have. they've got a player who's still in high school. That's the uh, Tim Burkhardt, sponsor of uh, Milagro Tequila here, or buyer from Milagro Tequila and uh, TMA. Said the kid's going to join a club team, uh, Gallagher, Fuse, et cetera, and then immediately go into their junior academy program. STL City Youth Academy starts at U15. So right. there you go. Yeah there's, the, yeah, there's the answer. That Yeah, that is certainly... The track. The 99% of players who make it professionally have two things going for them. They stay healthy, unreal work ethic. Many are more athletic but don't want to work. It's a minute-by-minute commitment. That's from the 314. I would agree with that. I think the staying, because people get called a bus, but oftentimes they just get hurt, you know, and it's such an unfortunate thing. But what I would say is I'd add to that. Obviously, they stay healthy, and that's just a luck of the draw thing. Unreal work ethic. But, kind of a subcategory under that unreal work ethic, and this is the thing that stood out from my my dad's conversation with his father yesterday. He wants to work. It's not a case of like an Earl Woods situation where you got a dad who's you know, you gotta get out there. You're five Mm -hmm. years old. You're six years old. You gotta, you know, you got he, like his his dad said, he's not gonna take off his cleats when he get home. He's gonna go out in the backyard and he's just gonna play just because that's what he likes
1: to do. So if you have
0: that, that to me is is an intangible. Uh, let me look here more in the text. I like to do course.
1: that in baseball. I would have played baseball every day, all all yeah, day. That's what I did. But with the, 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 ball. the missing ingredient was the talent. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I was skinny. I weighed 150 pounds in college. You yeah, really? Yeah. So. You know, Piss and vinegar. <laughs> yeah. Did your modeling agency tell you to stay thin, or was yeah? That just- they wanted a twink look. Cut <laughs> <laughs> that off.
0: So, when you go topless in the bleachers at Bush Stadium?
1: That's what they were after, apparently. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Tim, I'm working on a project about those soccer academies that don't allow kids to play high school. It's an interesting operation. Not sure if good or bad, but yeah. definitely like interesting. That That's from uh, Brian Henshin, and he also covers the Colts. And, Doug, the Colts did not cover the spread. Mm. yesterday. Well, that is I That's on Henshin. I, uh, I had the <laughs> Circa Millions entries. Ooh. Uh, Doug. Let me pull it up for you Was here. Bucks? Bucks were a. So yeah, see if you can guess which I played. Alright, Bucks. That's correct. Steelers. And it covered. That's correct. And it covered. Or Brown. did not cover. Browns? That's correct. And it covered. So I'm two and one there. Uh Colts? No. Ravens?
2: No. Uh, what does it start with, Tim? What's the first letter? Oh, New England. That's correct. Ooh. Yeah and then there's one more out there see Jackson
0: knows my system which means my system's no good no disrespect to you but if it's if it's that shallow <laughs> Although it's good enough to win, rest in peace, pick six. Yeah. By the way, I don't miss pick six in the slightest. Oh, you don't. It's like when I left KMOV, I'm like, oh, God, am I going to miss it? And then yeah. You and me both, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't I know if you want to <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. All
0: right uh, speaking openly. Um, I, I'm
2: just going to be firing at every game because so, I don't. Cause That's I don't like, Falcons.
0: Falcons. I don't know if you're going to get that one. But yeah, I wasn't going to. Because you usually don't play favorites, or yeah. I don't play favorites, but uh, that was the one favorite I took. Patriots almost got me home. Yeah. I didn't watch a second of anything yesterday. Again, hockey, soccer, golf, yeah. parties, the whole thing. So I didn't see anything in anything uh, yesterday. Uh, but uh, I, I saw the Patriots. I have a feeling the Patriots missed a two-point conversion. That probably cost me. That's my guess because 25 to 20 yeah. is too weird of a score.
2: Yeah, and Steelers were DOA. Co-
0: Steelers, that's gonna happen. But you know the guy who won the million last year, or the group. I think you met him. Oh, I did. I think they went like sixty-eight percent against the number. So I'm at sixty percent through week one. That's fine. They had a big.
2: They told me about. They won the last quarter because there's quarter prizes, quarterly prizes, and they went on like a tear towards the end. So their payout was really sick because they won a quarter. Quarter season prize and the year-long prize. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was.
0: Well, oh, you can do a separate entry for quarter season. No, so throughout the
2: whole turn, this whole oh, it's millions, like flighted. There's like no, there's quarterly prizes quarterly. based on each oh, quarter. Oh, god. So yeah, that incentive. <sighs> Ugh. Yeah.
0: And yeah, that Patriots one. Oh, well, good job. I, again, man. I didn't watch. I, I, like on, I said, I was it like was so Steelers weird too. to get up and watch Scott Van Pelt this morning, you know, five a.m. and go, holy crap! I didn't watch. I didn't watch I didn't watch any sports yesterday. Yeah. But Doug this is, I am now entering part of life where I am now sport guy and yeah. sport yeah. child of parent. Uh, I I parent missed all of, of, child.
1: of I missed almost all of primetime television for about 20 years. Yeah. Going to soccer practice, basketball practice. And then have an anchor. Yeah. Getting yeah. getting. Yeah. getting I never anchor. saw an episode right. of Seinfeld. Can no. you believe that? Yeah. That's unfortunate. Mhm. Well, I didn't think it was unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. It's I a trade-off a for exposure. See, I passed <laughs> up a chance to see Michael Jordan play once because one of my kids had a game. Really? Yeah. Huge miss. Uh, I didn't think so at the time. I uh, know there was no doubt about it. I wasn't going to go see Jordan if my kid had a game. Sure.
0: Uh, Carl Rowland has issued a statement. It's a damning statement. Oh. Not be. I listened to Pick 6 to be supportive of the brand, but I must confess, I'm relieved not to have it in my feet anymore.
1: Oh, uh, at her feet? Feed, yeah. <laughs>
0: feed, oh, feed! Come on, now, Doug. I mean, she said
1: at her feet.
0: I guess it was it Jackson knows. I go, God, we got to do pick six, and like Iggy would be so grumpy about doing it, even though he was free rolling, courtesy of Jamie Burkhardt, Producer Joe would would jump Iggy's ass, and then it would sidetrack the thing. And then Iggy would fire back, and then Pete would get up and walk away because he'd get pissed. No, 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 just because he's like, this sucks. And then G-Unit would be like, yeah, he would be numb to plume, anonymous. And I'm just like, this. it's just the way to, if you're really gambling, if you're really a gambler, you don't make your picks on Wednesday. No. Because so much information comes into play near kickoff. Right. Unless you're so certain of something, as I'm sure plenty of people feel they are with K-State this week. Uh, it's just, you know, so we would record it on Wednesday, we had five other people, you know, many of whom weren't happy about the situation for one reason or another.
1: With, like, the Chiefs game, you didn't know if Kelsey was going to play. I mean, sure. it's a big that's difference. the thing. And, and for weather. For weather is one mm-hmm. of the
0: yeah.
2: biggest things. For so that Cleveland game yesterday, that was such Oh, a, is that right? That was a, Again, I didn't was, see it. it was I know. Nasty. Did, did,
0: were there conditions that were bad in Just, games? Yeah, it was
2: nasty.
1: Rained the whole time. Yeah,
0: it was nasty. And yeah. Joe Burrow
2: had
1: like 140 yards they passing? Had, they did
2: nothing. That, But that, you know what that's saying? No, they had a
1: 140
2: yards total offense. Right, it was brutal. And that tells me next week that the Bengals will be uh,
0: undervalued, which means you can put a little action on them. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Tim. I know a guy who makes a living on just betting player props, no games. I did it yesterday for the first time. and won eight of 10 bets. I like that play. Actually. I think that is, uh, that is a sharp play that, I mean, truly the the little system and I'm not going to say what the system is, but it's not all that high level. I mean, it's essentially the equivalent of fading the public because I'm sure people are like, you were on the Browns and the Buccaneers and the Steelers. What in the world? But the public was all over those three teams. Um, or the the opposite of those teams. They were mm-hmm. on the Vikings and they were on the Bengals and they were on the uh the forty niners and so that's essentially what it is. And so that's what I'll do. And you know, yesterday it won sixty percent for me. Yeah, if I if I do sixty percent, I don't know if that'd win me money. I think I gotta get up in the sixty five percent in order to win in that thing. Having
2: one hot quarter can make you get paid though, so uh, circa.
0: Uh, I wish uh, I missed pick six for the tickle and slap fest known as Projo versus Iggy. I missed that. Well, then when Iggy mm. bolted last year after the Croatia game, <laughs> he wasn't there.
1: He quit at, at that point? Oh, he yeah. did. When he bet a team to win yeah. and they won and he
0: <laughs> lost the bet? That's right. Uh-huh. He never
1: told the pay up and <laughs> said, nah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, I coached no less than a 1,000 kids in football, soccer, baseball, etc. How about Steven Wildwood? A lot of the kids are good. However, two made it to the NFL, and they were so different than any other kid. That's from Steve and yeah. he was in Wildwood.
1: You got to have the genetics too; it comes yes, into play, absolutely. and not get derailed by something in your personal life. Sure, you know, a situation at home where you got to go to work or injuries get early, involved in drugs, alcohol, things right. like that. That that happened to some teenagers. Of if course. you can
2: get, if you get a back injury early on in your yeah. playing career, that can hobble you for mm-hmm. the rest of your. Playing career and certainly the rest of your life, or
1: you get one horrible coach and ruins your love yeah. for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that
2: yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah, there's a thousand different things that can throw you off track.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, let me see here. Jackson, Doug, would you tell us about your hair?
2: Oh, I'd love to. Nice. I have my my buddy Mark. I hadn't seen for a couple months. Oh, is he doing it? Uh, no, but he said, "Man, your hair is looking really good." Oh,
1: is it? Really? I was like, "Stop!" Did told? they notice yeah. that at the game when you had
2: your helmet on? <laughs> This guy, this guy Vaughn. Uh, He didn't wear it. I was like, like, Mark, who paid you to say that? He was like, no, man, for real. It looks really good. I said, thank you. We got a a hair restoration sponsor, St. Louis Hair Restoration, on the program. And they got me on this finasteride, just a little pill I take every morning, super easy. And then I wear that aforementioned laser cap yeah. Every night in my home, not at Faro Field. Oh, uh, I don't think it would, it would work as well at Faro. Well, you got to plug
1: it, it in, though, right? Oh, uh, you got charged. So there it. wasn't a plug at you're your seat. Otherwise, it. you would have taken it. Sure,
2: uh, whatever you want. And yeah. uh, you put it on six minutes a night. Super easy while you're watching the uh, Cowboys smoke the Giants. You're getting your hair. The regrowth is helping right there, and then uh-huh. the finasteride helps curb the loss. And that combined, maybe I'll be a uh, candidate for FUE. Maybe I won't have to. But Doug, you did do FUE.
1: I did, and now I've got friends every time I see them, they come up to my hat and they say, what's under the hood? Anything growing under there? Well, yeah, it is growing a little. I'm about two and a half months in there. I don't know if you can see that on YouTube. Let's see what it's doing. Look at that. Yeah, some, I see the sprouts. Yeah, there's yeah. some sprouts up there. Yeah, some sprouts. It does take a while. It doesn't happen immediately. But St. Louis Hair Restoration will go over all of that with you. Your initial consultation with Dr. Palinga and the founder, Greg Kreiling, they will go over everything they can do for you. Everybody's situation is a little different, so there are different procedures for different people, and as uh, Jackson said, they gave me the FUE procedure. That's the follicular unit extraction where they shave the sides and back your head and then take the, the little hair follicles that are on the in your scalp where it's growing thick and rich and they transplant it to where you need it, and that's what happened to me. And I can tell you, for me, there was zero pain involved. I was there for... Oh, four or five hours, but I did have lunch, Chick-fil-A. They brought me Chick-fil-A lunch, oh. and I watched TV, and there was no pain at all. A little bit of swelling a day or two afterwards for me. Some people don't have any swelling at all. And then you put on a baseball cap or a golf hat to protect it for you know, a week or so, uh, however long you want to do that. And then you sit and wait for the sprouts to come in, and that's where I am. They've got all kinds of answers for all kinds of situations at St. Louis Hair Restoration. If your hair, your lack of hair is bothering you, if you don't like your hairline, if you never feel like you have a good hair day... Do something about it. we got a great uh, option for you right here in town. That's St. Louis Hair Restoration. Their website is stlouishairrestoration.com.
0: There it is. And uh, I was uh, having some delicious barbecue this weekend, and that means I enjoyed Andrea's. Andrea's.com is where you can go to get Andrea's barbecue sauce or the steak sauce or check out the steakhouse. And that is off of Collinsville Road in O'Fallon.
2: No, oh, yeah, I'm sure he yes. nailed it.
0: Yep. Collinsville Road, No foul. And Go support uh, Andrea's, a wonderful sponsor of this program. And if you haven't had the barbecue sauce, sweet mother of mercy, get it. It's Andrea's Steakhouse, andreas.com. Andrea's Steakhouse. You can get the barbecue sauce and the steak sauce at Schnucks or At Deerberg's, the Plowhawk and I are wearing our wares from the TMASTL shop online at TMASTLshop.com. I have the Some People Like Things, Some People Don't Like Other Things t-shirt. That is brand new. Everything is 10% off in the shop. The Plowhawk has the hoodie on, the TMA hoodie with the Banty Rooster logo. Uh, All of this is now available in shirts and in hoodies. Get yours at TMASTLshop.com. That's T-M-A-S-T-L shop dot com.
1: Okay. That's correct. Good work. Thank you so All much. Right. Whew. <laughs> Whew.
2: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
0: I say we all go down to Columbia and construct an Afton totem pole in the middle of the rocks at the stadium. What do you say? Uh, how's that Professor different Roy from the Hinkley. Lime? How's yeah, what's it? different from the Afton one
1: than the Lime one? Smells like River of the Pear. Which one? Lime?
2: Well, I guess both, actually.
1: Um, yeah. The Afton dips into the that's edge That's of... I
2: thought. I don't know. Uh, the rock. I Every time I look at those rocks, it gets it upsets me. Oh, really? Is that right?
1: What? They're awful.
2: It's so weird. Ew. Who wants to sit on a rock? And then you Young tikes a t- do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, everyone's loving it. I've sat watching.
1: there before, and it is horrible. Yeah, yeah, that's it's all, that's all that's hard, hard on your bum. Yeah,
2: and then they're like, oh, here's your senior gift. Here's this rock. Yeah. Like, I'm sure the trash can of the stadium is filled to the brim with the rocks after oh. the seniors leave. You, who you, where, what's that rock from that you keep in your trophy case? So oh, that's what Mizzou gave me. Well,
1: if you played there, yeah, it's probably seven. okay. The only thing I can put in my trophy case.
2: Mm, not wrong.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> what well, that Battle of Arkansas trophy that drink was so excited to win. That, big, <laughs> Is that a rare trophy? That, that well, it's that giant picture of the state of Arkansas and Missouri, and they wheel it into the locker room afterwards god (laughs) I didn't know this like it's not a contrived rivalry at all it's super super organic
0: Uh, Doug as you know this show has spent a lot of times talking about uh, (laughs) possums
1: possums
0: yeah
1: Uh, we've had cast members sit on one or two
0: (laughs) (laughs) an orangutan at an Australian zoo horrified visitors when it Brutally evicted a possum by launching it from the top of its enclosure after the wily pest had invaded its space. A viral video shows the critter hurtling through the air and vanishing from view after being pitched from a tall metal tower Mm. at the perth zoo on australia's west coast you have been to the perth sure many, we did, many we, did a, we did a remote <laughs> mm, uh, several right. people can be heard screaming in the background oh my god <laughs> the primate then emerges from the enclosure as if to check where the airborne possum landed when asked about what happened to the unfortunate marsupial you like that the unfortunate <laughs> i don't marsupial. mind it Yeah. <laughs> uh, A Perth Zoo official told Yahoo News, Australia, I would presume it did not survive the fall. Obviously, the loss of any living creature saddens us. But also, it's nature playing out. Mm-hmm. Oh
2: God, it he is. threw that thing! There <laughs> yeah, oh, the, goes the possum. He
0: launched the enclosure. It. it looks like like the swings at Six Flags Plow-hawk, Do you ride the swings at Six Flags? Dude,
2: that's the one ride that's so terrifying. So to me. scary! I'm i know it.
0: My six-year-old wanted to do it, and I said, "I'm out on that." So I'm going yeah. on the roller coaster, with I can't do the swings.
2: You're it. They're it just you don't feel like you're strapped Whoa. in, bro, and they go mm-hmm. fast now. Like I, I, I closed so my odd. eyes through the entire what thing. No shot, dude. They strap you with like less than a seatbelt, and say all right we're gonna swing yeah, you it just around slides no, down that's yeah. it just slides zero yeah, percent chance i ever go on that well, a,
1: a oh, primate like now. an orangutan it, it has no empathy whatsoever for the other animals if he doesn't like one they'll just pick them up yeah. squash it eat it throw it whatever orangutans are
2: big too those
1: are not
0: small strong They're strong yeah. strong yeah.
2: god bless america
0: uh an observer uh noted that they were in a fight on the ground and then the orangutan took it up to the platform and then dug, as Rich Gould did with a traffic cone, give it a heave.
1: Why did Rich Gould throw out the traffic cone? Was this about the uh, sex it was in his shop? way.
0: It was in
1: his way. So he picked it up and gave it a heave. If you're a, a possum, why are you picking a fight with an orangutan?
2: That's a bad beat.
1: Usually most animals are smart enough not to not to do that. Right. Although sometimes you'll see a small dog try to challenge a big dog.
0: According to a user on Reddit, the nice. possum ultimately landed in another exhibit occupied by two other orangutans. Oh, no. <laughs> the zoo official sought to downplay the incident, telling the news outlet that while the zoo has a pest control problem in place, quote, sometimes local wildlife managed to sneak in, requiring animals to take matters into their own hands. Yeah. Jeez.
2: Good <laughs> fellows. Just as a brief aside... How could, how could a journalist write According to a Reddit user
1: <laughs> Reddit is a site exclusively
2: for Trolls and mm-hmm. people who can post Under fake names And
0: you're citing uh, that That's the industry, it's, uh, it's wonderful right. uh, The orangutan habitat is an outside environment And possums who also live at height You like that, live at height? <laughs> no, uh, I don't uh, Just like the orangutans have been known To inhabit the above ground territories Whilst every effort is made To catch and remove them The sheer height provides some challenges And sometimes the orangutan the, evict the odd possums themselves. Uh,
1: I suppose orangutans are smart enough to know that they are in jail. Yeah, and they're not going to put up with any silliness with <laughs> some possum causing <laughs> trouble. Yeah,
2: they're not. They're not here for all that. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right about that, Doug. They are very
1: intelligent animals. <laughs> yeah, and they know that this ain't right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not this supposed sucks, to be sucks. And if I yeah. see a possum, I'm watching it. <laughs> I've often wondered. a Few times I've been to the St. Louis Zoo lately. You see a lion sitting out there, just peaceful as can be sunning himself, looking very happy. Would you rather be that lion in the zoo that gets his food presented to him, his health care, he doesn't pay anything, he doesn't have to worry about his own life, but he is in jail, or would you rather be the lion out in the wild where any moment can be your last? The ladder. Ladder. All day.
2: Yeah. All day. Animals are, like, their mindset is to be wild, to be free. That risk is part of their... Yeah. DNA, The what like being in a zoo is the complete opposite. The lack of freedom is the opposite.
1: I suppose if you were born in a zoo, you might think a little different. That is
2: the difference, yeah.
1: But if you took one in the wild and put them in the zoo, they'd probably go nuts.
2: Exactly. And that's how they all had to start. Yeah. Know. Had to start somewhere.
0: Yeah, rough. Yeah. Uh, I really hope someone changes their text name to the unfortunate marsupial. That's from Mitch, <laughs> not to mention her hot body that looks hot in a cum
1: well, I mean, you pick a fight with an animal 10 times your size, you got to figure it's, things are not going to go well, right? Yeah. Yeah. How often does it go well for the much smaller animal? I guess if you're a, a, a mosquito a or something, you might be able to give somebody some disease. but it's going to take a
2: while. Snakes are a small Yeah, egg. that's true. Poison can
1: take down a bigger animal. Gerbils.
0: Uh, Doug, uh, Terry gerbil. Bradshaw was doing oh, some yeah. highlights. Uh, and it got away from him mm. yesterday on the NFL on Fox. Why don't you take that, a listen and see okay. what you think? I,
1: I watched. I don't know how he's still doing highlights. Hit the lever, please, please. Excellent day by the second-year quarterback, 2016. Washington With new ownership over the Carolina uh, of the Panthers. Anthony Richardson, fourth pick in the draft this year for the Chargers. I mean, for the Colts at quarterback watches. Last year's guy, Anthony Richardson. But that's a handoff that ETN, as he takes it 26 yards. Oh, my God. Jaguars, dude, I know. I got it. I'm so proud of myself. Jaguars 31-21 to over the Indianapolis coast. Now, where did that highlight? Those highlights were all over the place. Where did that come from?
2: Oh, I love him. How is he still doing it? Yeah. He was doing it when I was eight years old.
1: Not an easy thing to do. Some of it's probably happened so fast he may not have seen it before it's on the air. Yeah. They have the and biggest... Get notes at the last minute. They have mm-hmm. the biggest screen I've ever
2: seen in my life facing them. Have you ever seen the behind-their set view uh, to no. the screen? It, it's it's got to be a 175-inch screen. Mm-hmm. Just, it, it looks like yeah. a jumbo trying to front of screen. Him. Yeah. As someone who's had his own issues with uh,
0: talking about. Updates yeah, updates, yeah. Can't wait for the update today. A lot of WNBA updates at 1030. Yeah. They don't play well. Sure. So they're not happy about that. Usually, yeah. Uh, what are
1: you updating people for on the WNBA? <laughs> Playoff season.
2: I think it's going to be Liberty versus Aces, and that's going to be. Do you think one. it's going to be Liberty versus oh, Aces? Are, are you really following programs. that? Yeah. Oops, you're around, baby. It never stops. Uh,. But either way, I've I've been the uh, on the business end of a of a bad update or highlight package. So oh, yeah. I, I, I like that business. I, yeah. I have some uh, some compassion for Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bradshaw.
1: And he's probably got people in his ear talking. And- right. Yeah. And there's so much going on and yeah.
2: music going on, and you don't know exactly what's going. On. It's the first week of the season too. Like I I didn't know that the Falcons quarterback before they he took the field Desmond Ritter. I had never heard of him really before they took the field. No. I was like, oh okay, I guess that's their quarterback. I had no idea. So, you have a little feeling out process. Yeah. Bradshaw will get there.
1: Oh yeah! Even when he doesn't get there, he's still fine because he's Brad. Terry I guess Bradshaw. He, he's there. Barkley, would you say? Yeah. He's like the yeah. he can do no wrong. He's the, the straw that
0: stirs the drink on that show. That's yeah. why that show became the model for studio shows as Terry Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's appreciated, but I'm telling you that that is the reason why that show has the and has had for three decades, like the Plowlock says, since he was. A young Tyke. That's, that's that's thing's been the uh, the establishment. Illinois Recovery Center is the new premier inpatient substance abuse facility in Swansea, Illinois. When it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community. When someone seeks help, the IRC delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both the individual struggling and family alike. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888 472 9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. Jackson, why don't you tell the people about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Strategies?
2: Well, he's the great communicator. We've talked a lot about well, great communication so far this show, and I think it starts and stops with Mark Hanna. Like when you're talking best communicators ever, it's 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 Mark Hanna, nice. because he is the great communicator. He is somebody that will help build you a custom plan for your financial future. Someone like me, it's not just like, hey, I know this person who's 24 and has this much money and wants to do this. Like, I'll just give you the same plan. That's not what he does. He learns about each individual and where they want to be in their life financially, and he builds a custom plan. For them. And if you have to make an adjustment down the road, because so often we do, there's so many variables in life, you might have to be saving for something else. Like a new child comes along, you might have to be saving for their education, or you're saving for your own retirement, whatever it is, you get in touch with Mark Hanna, He can help you change Do
1: it!
2: Time. He's a life Sherpa. Yeah. That's why I work with Mark Hanna. That's why you should work with Mark Hanna.
0: uh 314 or go online at dot. Calm. Beautiful weather and homes available. That's what I have noticed in the area. That is uh, surprising to me because a lot of people talk about the home buying market, but people are putting homes on the market and there is a demand. So if you know you want to move, you need somebody who is in the know. And that's where you get Jeff Lottman of Compass Realty. He has 22 years and over half a billion in sales and experience in St. Louis. And he was recently featured in the Wall Street Journal for selling the most expensive home in St. Louis. He joined Compass, to start and build Compass St. Louis into the number one luxury brand in St. Louis, as Compass is the largest luxury broker in the world. He never turns down a referral, no matter the price. Luxury is much more about the experience than the price. They treat all their clients the same way and can connect buyers and sellers in other cities across the globe. Visit Jeff JeffLotman.com. Com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J E F F L O T T M A N N ncom There it is, Jeff Lottman of Compass Realty. All right, we will close out our 8 o'clock hour. On the other side of our commercial break, we will be joined by the Colonel, presented to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, and uh, get his perspective on the state of things for the Fighting Missouri Tigers. Then we have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. This is the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Viglov Ultra Studios.